Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Barry the Boater rounding out the crew at the moment, at least. We have a uh, skeleton crew. Uh, Captain Patrick, I don't know if he's uh, putting out uh, additional lines uh, for our virtual vessel because, you know, we're based in Florida and uh, we are on alert uh, for, I don't know, what is this tropical storm number? What is it, Barry? What do we know? No, it's, it now has a name. It's tropical storm. Uh, I think it's Ian, I-A-N. Okay. I guess that's I-N how or you E-N. pronounce it. I-A-N, yeah. I believe. All right. And um, right now it is still a tropical storm, but they're expecting it to become a hurricane uh, by the time it gets to the uh, western peninsula of Cuba, it may be a major hurricane, and the difference is, is that a major is Category 3 and over, yeah. whereas a regular hurricane is less than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're expecting it to stay that way as it uh, gets over the warm waters of the Gulf, and uh, I think a lot warmer than where you were diving a few weeks ago. So uh, Probably so, of- yeah. Yeah. You know, and- I, I uh, as we spoke about last week, you know, I had been in Fiji, and it was very tropical. Actually, the weather in Fiji uh, was very similar to what we experienced in Orlando. It was hot, humid, summer type stuff. I, and I went out there for for two weeks. Same kind of uh, air temperature, very humid in Fiji. It, it kind of felt very similar. And then I got back to Orlando after our two-week adventure. And, uh, you know, I kind of smelled a little fall scent in the air, like a little nip, slight nip. That's, that's the pumpkin spice lattes that you're getting at 7-Eleven. Well, I haven't bought those yet, but I have got a pumpkin beer. But I, I did. I go. noticed a little coolness in the air that I didn't have in Fiji. And I'm like, I came, came back to a Florida fall, which basically for everyone else in the country is like, uh, wait a minute. It's like 80 degrees or higher in, in Orlando. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but that's well, down I mean, from like yeah. 95, you right. know, in August, yeah. maybe. Florida, so. Florida falls in the 80s and 70s. Right. And then everywhere else, it's it's cold. Yeah. So it's actually a very nice time of year to be in Florida because, we, you know, we kind of cool off a little bit. The winds have a tendency to pick up a little bit more as we uh, enter into October. And uh, obviously, the, the temperatures are really nice. So we get a little bit of fall, especially, you know, it's all relative, right? Uh, but then, of course, we also have to deal with these things called hurricanes. And lo and behold, you know, no sooner than I smelled that little scent of fall in the air, picked up my first pumpkin beer, then the news starts going crazy. Like, go yeah. load up on uh, gasoline and plywood. Yeah, no no sooner than you start burning off all that gas from last year and you figured out, oh, I'm not going to need this. Yeah. It's time to <laughs> yeah, go that, stock up again and, you know, the, hit the, Home Depot and <laughs> do what you got to well, do. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you have all your batteries and all that other supplies, you should be okay. It's gasoline. Right. Um, there are lines down here, even though the cone of doom, as I call it, yeah. now has South Florida out of it. So it looks like right now you're almost in the middle of the bowling alley. So enjoy really? the ride. 
Yeah, We're right in the middle there. There, uh, right now the current, it's, it's, it's still way too early to know. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're not going to know till Monday. Monday, Tuesday yeah. at the latest. Mm. Um, they've moved the track further north. It's supposed to, if it were state, right down the middle, it would make landfall north of Tampa, maybe near Venice Beach. And it looks like it would go right across Jacksonville. So you may want to talk to Rusty mm-hmm. and uh, see if there's going to be any boat bargains after this storm. Well, and there's, then- <laughs> there's that, but he he's probably prepping as well as to get the Jacksonville Marine dealership uh, prepared. It's probably feeling tons of calls. You know, it, it happens every time. First storm of the season, everybody freaks. You know, as they yeah, should. Yeah. I mean, they kind of have to, to a certain extent, because, you know, it, it, it's a good time not to freak, but to make sure that you got everything in check for the uh, storm season. And yeah. uh, and hopefully, like you said, you've, you've done this, you know, before, and you're kind of already, you know, prepared to a certain extent. It's just a matter of, of uh, crossing some T's, dotting some I's. And making sure you get some maybe additional dock lines if you if you have them or have a, a hurricane hole prepared oh, yeah. for your vessel, and, uh, and that's kind of what's going through everybody's head right now in uh, Florida. If you have a, but, have a boat, or or a matter of fact, doesn't matter if you have a boat. You're you, it's <laughs> it's on the back of your mind that you oh, have, make sure you got absolutely. all your supplies right. If you're in Key West, Florida, right now, the Coast Guard captain of the port, yeah, for Key West, has said port condition whiskey. For the port of Key West, due to the expectations of sustained gale force winds of 25 miles an hour and gusts of up to 40 from Tropical Depression 9. Now, that's changed since then. Now, it's a, uh, it's, I think it's going to be a hurricane very soon. Yeah. Um, but right now, it's number nine. Number no, nine. No, no, no. Th- this number was nine. Yeah. No, that was, it was number nine when this report came out. It's right. now Ian. It's now Ian. Ian. Right. Or Ian, so, depending uh, on how you pronounce it. I had read a comment uh, somewhere mentioned something about uh, whiskey down in uh, the Key West, and uh, he said he was going to be at uh, at conditioned whiskey over at Papa John. At, well, exactly. Uh, a lot of people are stocking yeah, the, up on booze bar. Yeah. for their hurricane party, right? <laughs> exactly. But, uh, but make sure you get your boat squared away first. I, I think we got Captain Patrick. He was a little delayed. I like I said, he had to throw a couple extra dock lines for the uh, World of Boating Virtual Cruiser. Are we uh, prepared for this storm, Patrick? Or what? What storm? Uh, yeah. He's not oh, concerned. Great. He's not concerned. Oh, so you're just late. You have no excuse. Is that what you're saying? Oh, no. I could go on a 45-minute diatribe about Zoom. Oh. Yeah. I've got some choice words for Zoom. Okay. Like uh, Zoom, I can't Zoom? Say, or? I can't say them on air. But other four-letter words. Other that, uh... Uh, Very many. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, very, very colorful adjectives. Right. Uh, I would like to... Uh, well, keep to yourself. I think is what you're yeah. trying to say. Is uh, just keep them to yourself. So or let's you just could just hit the button. Just just uh, <laughs> let's uh, divert and just okay. uh, talk about uh, this storm situation. First storm of the season. Everybody uh, uh, kind of have his tendency to freak out a little bit, right, Patrick? Are you in that category? Are you all prepared? Or you don't care or what? What do you it's think? Not that I don't care. It's that yeah. if you live in. Oh, if you live along the Atlantic coast, if you live along the Gulf Coast, um, this should be this should not come as a surprise. You should already have a hurricane plan mm-hmm. in place. And, and by hurricane plan, you should have a tropical storm, tropical depression, hurricane, tornado, uh, typhoon, 
uh, tsunami right. plan. Just assume place. all hell's going to break loose at some for, point in your in your for, boating life, and you better vessel, be prepared. Yeah, and if like up in the Northeast and the Upper Midwest where they start hauling boats for the winter season, you know, by the time boats are getting commissioned for spring, you've already got your date for your haul out as well, and if you don't. You're going to be you're going to be sadly sadly in trouble, right? Uh, so with with when in this particular area, this region, your hurricane plan or your storm plan, let's say your storm plan, it should consist of several things. If you haven't already discussed it, one should be if if you've got a vessel of size, if you're at a mooring at, at a dock and you want to have your boat, you know, part of your plan is to have your boat taken out of the water and put on the hard and secured. You should have that already scheduled as part of your your plan with the marina that you're at, because going to the dock master when mm-hmm. the storm storm you know alert gets issued, you're going to be one of however many residents in that. Not to mention the ones who already have their plan. In you're place. going to need a few extra Benjamins at, to uh, grease do, the do, wheel. Dock a master, bit. this is Thurston Hell the Third. Uh, where can we put my yacht? Uh, you're 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 <laughs> up sandy. your bum. You're sadly <laughs> going to be uh, out of luck. And then if your plan is to take it inland, you know, a, a, up a waterway somewhere, uh, th- you better have a plan there as well. Yeah. Th- to where where are you going? Are you planning on just anchoring? <laughs> well, know? I'll tell you, Mike the Mariner uh, is not with us today because he is taking his vessel uh, and preparing it accordingly. I don't know what his plan was. He did throw it out to the group right before him. Barry said, uh, well, yeah, you're running out of roof space. Just cut a hole in the roof. And then you, <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, wrong answer. But we'll, we'll get an update from him soon enough as well. Stay close to the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explore in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. 
Tava screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast come on please what are you standing around for here get on board get on board don't fret don't try to worry, just get on board, I'll take you there. Just get on board, don't worry about your destination. Cause I'll tell you where we're going when we get there. This is the world of boating greg your first mate captain patrick with us now as well as barry the boater so we kind of have uh well uh, an able crew i don't know if we still have enough but uh, it'll have to do uh what? you know because we got uh mike the mariner out prepping his boat that part, uh, mike, captain mike is rusty we- is uh, taking care of his dealership in uh, jacksonville and uh, making sure they're prepared for storm tropical storm number nine which is going to be Ian, Hurricane Ian, it appears. After, Mike uh, is part-time. Okay. Let's just, let's, let's just face it. Well, yeah, but, it, but we'll take whoever we can get. Part-time, full-time. No, you will take whoever you can get. Barry and I have standards. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right. Well, that'd you know, be a know, first. The, sh- the shirt and hat I'm wearing are red, but I look like a pumpkin today. Is that why, just in case you get blown overboard, uh, people will be I- able to... You know, see they'll you be in the able water. to find my body, yeah. No, okay. they'll, they'll, they'll mistake Barry for a buoy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it red, red, right return? Or? <laughs> well, yeah. it's more like orange, I he's think. He's a buoy. No, he's kind of feminine. He's more of a no, girl. No, he's more of a buoy. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, Greg, so, uh, you know, in preparation for this storm, there are, uh, let's see, 187 uh, things that I'd like to go over and getting your boat ready. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's an hour show. We got time for three. <laughs> <laughs> Most important. Uh, yeah. Let's let's negotiate. One hundred and eighty seven. <laughs> three. Go. What Damn. are the top three according to Captain Patrick? If if you're not totally prepared, what are the three things you should focus on to prepare for a major storm like All we're right. uh, uh, looking uh, at? Wait, 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 wait. I have it. Ice, beer, and pizza. Oh boy. Wrong. Uh, assume, assuming that you have an insurance policy on your boat, because uh-huh. don't try to get one once the storm's been, yep. uh, you know, because you're, no you're, you're out of luck. Yep. So um, check your dock lines, double up, triple up. Um, make sure that your boat is well secured. Do not tie <laughs> the standard, I don't know how to tie a knot, knot. Um, but get your boat secured. Okay. Um, that, that's that's probably the biggest thing and for some people when i would do it up in that actual area where mike is at i get the boat centered up in the slip itself so an equal distance from the uh the pier on the, the left the pier on the right uh take it off of the transom and kind of suspend it in that middle so it's not going to be banging up uh starboard side port side or transom 
uh, into the dock and doing damage. Yeah, and so, I know he was a little concerned about uh, the tides, and because he only had like what a three foot clearance from the roof he, of his. Uh, all right, for, of his right. uh, uh, dock here, here, or okay, his boat. What, what do you call that thing? He uh, doesn't have he doesn't have tide on that lake on Lake Monroe. Yeah, but he hat. Yeah, but he has a roof over his boat. I, he has I, it I, on a slip, and he said, "I understand. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about that because if the winds get strong enough, that mm-hmm. roof will be gone. What? It'll wind, <laughs> it'll wind <laughs> up. In, that, that roof will wind up into land. Yeah, it's self healing. <laughs> yeah, but he was like, I'm a little concerned. I won't have enough clearance if if the water goes up and Barry says, oh, just cut a hole in the roof. <laughs> Oh, and then Patrick just says, here, "Don't even worry the about thing. the roof; it's going to blow <laughs> away anyway." All right, here's the the, the water is not going to magically rise on on Mike because on the St. Johns River, the water flows in which direction, gentlemen? Uh, uh, down the river, one way or the other. Wrong. It flows from the south to the north. Okay. So as the storm, if it was dumping rain down in South Florida, it would eventually. It's going to take days for it to find its way up. This storm is not going to malinger uh, you know, over the state for days and dump buckets and you know, it's gonna get wet, but that's not gonna be plus it's gonna sched it looks like it's gonna be coming up the west coast, right. which is a little better for in particular, because I know Greg is all about Mike. It's all it, it's a much better for Mike and his yacht. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, the water isn't going to magically rise in the space of a couple hours, okay? So he's probably more in danger of wind, the boat getting lifted, you know, uh, kicking up waves, because that's a fairly shallow lake, uh, and possibly, you know, forcing the boat upwards. But again, that's where getting your boat properly secured, keeping it centered up in the slip, an equal distance from port to starboard, get the transom up off the dock and, you know, double up, triple up your lines. Uh, Truly, you can have too many. Uh, The most I've done is tripled up on on dock lines um, in the past. Go ahead, Barry. What? A question really quick. Does he have floating docks so that if there is some rises and falls with the waves that, that, yeah. That is a floating dock out there where he's at. So, that as it as it raises and drops, you know the boat is kind of going to go with it. It's gonna, it's 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 gonna look like, you know, a, a snake, if you will, moving as the water undulates and everything. But should be in pretty. He's probably more in danger of wind damage than really anything else out in that area, and that's probably more because of the overhang. Uh, second thing uh, is any loose items. If you've got a bimini top. You've got Isinglass, uh, you got Strataglass, whatever it is set up, uh, and this is on a boat that's big enough, obviously. Make sure that you're taking all that stuff down. If you don't want to lose it, get it, take it down. Sun pad cushions, uh, deck chairs, anything like that. Get all the loose stuff stored properly. Uh, and then third thing is probably you know your power source. Be prepared to be without power, so if you've got a smaller boat, that uh, maybe you don't have a generator, but you've got shore power uh, hookup. Uh, you know, just make sure that you've got adequate power source. Maybe a couple spare batteries, just in case. Because it, if the water start rain starts dumping a lot of water, if the boat starts taking on water, bilge pump keeps up uh, to a point where eventually the batteries that are on board are drained. Then you're kind of SOL. 
So mm-hmm. should be prepared for an alternate power source. Uh, that that would be my third thing. Okay, there's, little, your, there's your three, good. Greg. Yeah. A little wind generator would help with that. Uh, yeah, it'll wind up in land with the roof of uh, Mike's Marina. Mm-hmm. Now, he could take care of the roof ahead of time by just clipping all the bolts now. Yeah. All right. That was and, and that, that's that's where that's where his little uh his little barrier no help uh, <laughs> not help anybody right now. But yeah, okay. I mean, all that stuff's uh you know pretty logical stuff. Hopefully, you're you're not one of those last minute folks. But if you are, make sure you get on it. And you know, even though we're dealing with this in Florida, this can affect anybody anywhere, anytime, because well, you know storms pop up all around. Doesn't have to be a hurricane or a tropical storm; it'll get you. You should be putting these uh, elements or have your emergency plan in place for your vessel, no matter where you are on this planet. So there you Absolutely, go. Absolutely, because yeah. we we do. If you if you looked at you know wow the Earth from space, it looks so calm and serene. It's a pretty blue, you know. And you come down, it, we are a this is a violent planet uh, nature wise. Oh yeah, okay, that's one way to put it. All right, uh, fan of golf and boating, we got a solution for you next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise nothing go to worldofboating.com send us an email and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast guys we have a situation i broke the bathroom how the heck did you manage to do that we ran out of TV, so I had to use my shirt. Ew. Well, long story short, turns out that pipes on the boat are not BVT compatible. It can handle tidal waves that the stories talk about. And it can weather any storm from a boat with going out. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Barry the Boater. Captain Patrick rounding out the crew. All right, I think we're prepared for this Florida storm. Obviously, we'll have an update for you next week after uh, things pass by, and we'll see what happens and see if indeed we were. We, we may have a different story to report, uh, but uh, we'll take it one day at a time. Other things in the news, however, if you are a fan of the movie Caddyshack. Oh, God, really? You know, it is funny. Barry the Boater looks exactly like the little chipmunk or gopher. 
uh, when he, he he sings like that. You can see this on YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, and Twitch, and we apologize in advance when you do. But right, uh, so uh, just in time for the storm, Greg, based out of West Palm Beach, Florida, a Stuart-based bro- uh, yacht brokerage is selling a piece of cinematic history. Now, it was just a couple years we actually did a story on this boat. This is, of course, this 1979 60-foot striker that was seen in the classic, I wouldn't say it was a golf comedy, but maybe so. Sure. Why, are you kidding me? Of course it's a golf comedy. That was a great movie. Yeah, it classic. Was a, it was a Rodney Dangerfield tour de force is what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really a boy meets girl. Boy thinks girl got pregnant. What? What is yeah, wrong with that, you? That was one of the many interloping stories. <laughs> All right, yeah. You guys uh, are uh, totally messing this up. Just anyways, talk about the well, boat. The, okay. the last time we talked about this boat, it was up for uh, renting like a uh, Airbnb type thing where you could stay aboard yeah. the very same boat that was used in the movie. And it is now up for sale. How much? Um, It is do, 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 do. you want the number blah, 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 i'll let blah, you do blah, it blah, blah, yeah, blah, ideally blah. oh barry already knows yeah, 300, which is a steal i think for this boat really why do you say this it just does it for a 60 foot boat this is not that expensive doesn't seem like it doesn't it. seem i don't know it just for 60 foot's pretty big it just doesn't seem that expensive yeah well it's it's not, but you have to, uh, I believe that you're going to find that this is a, I don't think that's a, I don't think that was a fiberglass hold boat. Uh, Wooden. I want to, I want to say that that was a wood hold boat. Right. Might need um, some work. And, you know, 1970, well, it's probably been well-maintained because it was used as a, again, a, a boat B&B type deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but um, it's got some uh, movie memorabilia. I don't think anything that was actually used in the movie. But, you know, it's got some uh, Caddyshack posters, you know, posters right. and some As cutouts and yeah. things like that. So that was actually, you know, like for Jerry the Diver Guy, that's the boat. That Yeah, that would have been it. He yeah. could live on it. And, well, it's only about 300 grand more than what he wanted to spend. <laughs> that's the well, problem. He, well, listen, he wants you, a luxury liner for a you, uh, cheap right. budget. You, yeah. you, I mean, how much finance. would this go without the uh, Caddyshack panache? Uh, uh, Seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, so you're not going to answer the question. Do you have any idea? Yeah. I mean, do you think they're tagging on at least what fifty to hundred grand just because of the novelty of it? Wouldn't you Absolutely think? Absolutely not. No? I, I don't. I don't think. I don't. Here's the here's the problem. It's, Greg. it's uh, movie history. Here's the problem. You're old, okay? Uh, <laughs> because you actually remember the movie. What most of the most of the boat buying public out there? If you said Caddyshack, Bill Murray, Ted Knight, you know, hey, remember that that scene with you know Rodney Dangerfield driving that boat on the uh, and and he drops the anchor on Ted Knight's boat? They'd be like Ted Ted who Ted Rodney who? Right. It, no, I, know, I think you're way it, off base here, Patrick. I, I am not because yeah, the fact of the matter is memorabilia like that only has value. The the value is dependent upon how much somebody is willing to pay for it because right. when you get when you get down to it it's just a boat right but it That's was used it. in the you know golf comedy movie of all time i mean well, golfers it, love that movie it, i thought if, that was happy gilmore if rodney dangerfield mm. had signed the boat maybe um, well there's, but there's a film clip of the but, boat but again being even used if in all right movie. Barry, even if rodney dangerfield signed that boat right. even if the whole cast signed that boat 
That would make it pretty cool. But the value is dependent upon how much somebody is willing to pay right. for a perceived piece of movie memorabilia. So we'll and see I if it sells for three hundred fifty grand. And I don't think that tacking on an extra hundred thousand or two hundred thousand because it had a thirty second clip in a movie from forty years ago is enough of a selling point for most people. And probably why they put it up for sale is because when they were using it as a boat B and B and hey, stay aboard the same boat that was in Caddyshack, people were like, Caddy what? Caddy who? Well, first of all, the name of the boat is called Seafood, mm-hmm. which is just an odd name for a boat. And uh, it has been tastefully updated throughout. Okay. So if you're interested in this boat. So right. it's not even original. Look at that. They're, they're, trying, they're trying to pass off a, it's been modified. Actually, they actually did. They put a hard top on top of that thing that wasn't in the actual movie. Hmm. So it's already been altered. Well, anyway, just well, wait and see if it uh, sells for what they're asking. If it does, uh, but but you don't she, know she like does a need boat bottom paint though. But but a boat like that, <laughs> if it didn't have that Caddyshack connection, uh, how much do you think it would sell for? Do you have any the idea? exact same amount of money that they've got it listed for? You think I, so? Yeah. Yes, I don't. I don't think they're asking any more for the boat because it was in a movie. I think they're using it as a promotional as a vehicle to get the boat sold to say hey you know they own a piece of you know because again it's a 1979 uh it's got some it's got some years on it um and depending on how well it's been maintained for you know actual uh use uh going across going through the water and not being used as a hotel room yeah you know but if you put it out there and say hey look uh you know the head you just used ted knight bill murray all probably used the same one Probably didn't. Um, speaking of boats in Florida in preparation for the storm, down in Miami, Miami, Florida, Miami FLA, heard of this they place. Saw, yeah. They saw the delivery of the first Technomar for Lamborghini 63 Super Yacht in North America. So the Lamborghini 63 Super Yacht has arrived in Miami, and this boat is worthy of a the next james bond movie yeah looking pretty cool huh yeah it it is uh it is quite quite the thing how long Um, how big is this monster 63 feet okay and and uh so how much (laughs) are they asking do you know oh there you go how much are you asking (laughs) for three Um, more feet yeah 63 million 3.5 million see 3.5 million that's why I said the other boat's a good buy. Really? So wait, wait. So this is kind of like a go fast vessel type oh, looking this, thing. This, this well, how a, would you describe it, Patrick? Uh, this is a this is a this is a two uh, V twelve two thousand horsepower engines. Okay, so it's like a cigarette type vessel. No, no. no, no, no. no. Well, ima- imagine big. a imagine a cigarette boat at sixty three feet long. Right. Designed for uh, space travel. Okay, that's that's what you're. That's what it's a you rocket got. on the water. It, exactly, it, yeah. but it's a it's a yacht rocket. It's not a like a cigarette boat where it, you've got one purpose, which is your stand up bolster seats and holding on for dear life. On um, this boat, you're going to hold on for dear life and style. Hmm. All right. No, so, this, this uh, is a pretty boat, but it it, it really is, and it's they're only making. 63 of them. 
So they call it the Lamborghini 63. 1963 is also the founding year for Lamborghini. Uh, Put your order in now. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Ryan, we've got to get on that ship. Attention, passengers. The karaoke contest will begin in five minutes. Okay, now we've really got to get on that ship. Look at me. I'm shit-faced. I'm a nautical space. Brownies, yachties, I'm out of place. I'm shit-faced. This is the World of Boating. That's the Barefoot Man, by the way, from the Cayman Islands, if you're wondering. I love that tune. He really nails it. Uh, and I know he's had a time or two where he had to prep for a hurricane. Hopefully it isn't going to be that severe for us here in Florida this week. We'll find out. You'll hear all about it next week. But uh, in the meantime, we got a few uh, other news nuggets to share that kind of have a nautical theme to them. Uh, what else do we want to share with our passengers today, Patrick? Well, first and foremost is all of these stories are available to be seen at worldofboating.com. So please check out uh, our website. And, of course, World of Boating on Facebook, the only Facebook page that Barry does not look at is uh, World of Boating. But uh, these stories that we talk about uh, on Saturdays, these get posted throughout the week. And we look for the fun, the weird and we try to stay away from the uh, the really the 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 bad news, unless it's something of a uh, uh, kind of safety interest, if you will. But um, out of Oregon, Jackson County, uh, the Jackson County sheriffs this past week uh, had to check on a lead about the owners of a mystery raft stranded on the Rogue River. And when I first saw this story, and if you if you want to check out this mystery raft, um, it could have been mistaken for that boat that Mike just bought. Uh, what? <laughs> this, this this is That's literally mean. this this is four fifty five gallon <laughs> plastic drums um, with a piece of wood between it. A homemade looks like there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of oars and there's a big wood box. Hmm. Um, and it's some, just ridiculous. Yeah, I so, don't know. Maybe you know the the uh, boat boat manufacturing is such that people are taking resorting to extreme measures to uh, get out on the water. Apparently, hmm. and uh, this is really not the way to do it. Uh, that thing is. I guess if you you know if you were at eleven, twelve years old, and you had some friends, and hey, we're gonna go, and you know we're gonna make ourselves a little raft to go. All right. But uh, this looks like definitely has uh, some adult uh, engineering to it. And uh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't do that. Mm-hmm. Also, out of Orange County, New York, hmm. 
A Orange County family says a rescue boat left them stranded in the Hudson River after having boat issues. Um, Hugo Arroyo uh, says he and his family were near the Newburgh Beacon Bridge when they contacted a towboat agency. I won't mention which one because I don't think it's of particular importance, really, um, for assistance. Now, according to Mr. Arroyo, he said, now what they don't say is, are, were they members of this towboat service or not? Uh, I'm going to say that they probably weren't. Yeah. Um, so they contact towboat service. They come out, and the owners of the boat, Mr. Arroyo, said that they asked to be taken to a marina on the west side of the river, but instead Later, were taken to nerd. a That's what she, Really? Is that <laughs> what they said? Oh, my gosh. That's harsh. That's terrible. <laughs> but instead, they were taken to a marina on the east side. And also, oh, they were st- they were still taken to a marina, right? Okay. Oh, and th- it's really at the discretion, I think, at that point, especially if it's one that you just contracted with because your boat broke down, for them to get you safely to a location where you know your boat can be looked at, or you can make arrangements to get your boat um, taken out of the water, what have you. Uh, so, an argument ensued with the captain of the rescue boat, which left them stranded. So, Mr. Arroyo asks, how could you leave a family in the middle of the river in the middle of the night with no help? Arroyo says a passing motorist, which I, again, I don't know if that was a motorist or a boater, uh, saw them and contacted help. The towboat agency said in a statement that the safety, here's where, you know, two sides to every story, Mm -hmm. the safety of the captain was threatened and law enforcement was enlisted. To protect all parties involved. Uh-oh. So, you, you know, you just... Listen, these towboat captains that come out at all hours and in all types of weather, almost almost akin to the Coast Guard, uh, they come out to get you. Uh, if you. If you're contracted already with them, you know, you have a membership, they may still, depending upon the conditions, middle of the night, it's hard to navigate, you know, what have you, might be looking to get you into the nearest safe harborage uh, so as to keep you and your family safe and to keep them at safe as well. There's no arguing with the towboat agent isn't, isn't going to get you the result. They're not automatically going to say, you know what, you're absolutely right, Mr. Arroyo. What was I thinking? You know, the marina here on the east side, which is literally 50 yards away, let me take you to the one that's on the west side, and it's five miles upriver, because that'll be better for you. You know, it, it's you have to trust that the towboat captains are doing what's in the best interests of you, your vessel, those on your vessel, and for their safety as well. Well, and, and, and if you don't want them to do that, you better have plenty of green to grease the wheel in your favor. <laughs> uh, e- even at that. Um, because we used to, uh, I used to be in contact with, uh, one who owned central Florida, uh, towboat, uh, agency. And, you know, he would tell me stories about some of these and they would get downright angry, you know, uh, about, I want to be taken here. I want to be taken there. And it's like, here's, here's what we're obligated to do. You know, we're obligated to get you to the safest, nearest, safest harborage 
to make sure that your vessel, especially if you're taking on water or something like that, it's like, no, I want to go six miles, you know, up the coast. Take me to where the my boat trailer is. <laughs> no, we're, because we're probably not going to make it. Your boat's going to wind up, you know, we're going to be dragging a, an anchor is what we're going to wind up doing. Yeah, or it's going to cost you this much, and if they balk, like, okay, here, I'm going to drop you off right here. Simple as that. Problem solved. So really Conversation what it comes down done. to is, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it, when your boat's broken down, especially if it's late at night, you know, and it's a stressful situation to begin with, but you have to put your faith and your trust in the people that are coming out to help you. Don't lose your cool. Don't lose your cool. Absolutely. Stay calm. It's just a boat. That's all it is, man. It's you know, I feel so boat. conflicted with Captain Patrick saying this, though. <laughs> just stay Why? calm. <laughs> oh, he, he can stay calm until you do something wrong. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just weird hearing him say that. It's just like, okay. Well, that's what Barry texts me. He's like, it's just Greg. It's just Greg. It's just, it's just Greg being Greg. Yeah. Breathe in, just, breathe out. It'll be over in an hour. The beat yep. will be gone. That's just, right. Yeah. Br- breathe, Patrick. Breathe in. Breathe. Have a nice, breathe in. A nice breathe cup out, of tea, green tea, and, yeah. and little jasmine, uh, okay. incense. Yeah. You can feel the love. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that ain't what you're feeling. Oh, yeah. hey now. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, just keep your cool. And, you know, if someone's giving you help, whether it's a tow boat company or just a fellow boater, it just makes sense, you know, to be super nice. You never bite the hand that feeds you. You know, if they're trying to help you out, the last thing you want to do is piss them off. So it just sounds yeah. like sounds like I'll Hugo just cut the rope and let you go. Yeah, it sounds like Hugo let let his uh, you know uh, anger get the best of him or something, and then it it just went downhill from there. But who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. But learn. Uh, maybe it will. Maybe it from won't. That. Um, yeah. you Don't know, be that guy. Simple do, as that. Do not do not be that guy. Right. All right, and that's a fairly positive note to wrap up today's edition of the Big Show as we prepare. For our first big Florida storm of the season. Will we make it through? Find out next week on the World of Boating. Till then, remember whether it is sail or motor, life, life is, better is better as ever. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.